$1 idea right there, Slee. The, the cooler that we talked about before, the Travis Rogers branded cooler where like, you yeah. pack your beers and the ice and they're perfect for your party. How about one of like a little satchel that's insulated, holds it heat, you put a couple of appetizer hot dogs for the delayed reservation Better situation. idea. Better idea. Why don't you get uh, somebody with a little hot dog cart outside of the restaurant serving out some hot dogs before you actually sit because you got 45 minutes to spare. Now, most people would probably get full after two hot dogs. That kind of just gets the engine warmed up for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're just hot dogs. They don't really count. We've, we've been over this. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. Like I said, I always like seeing new names in Ask Slee. Slee, how about this? This is a, a new name here. Benny Mazarigos, forgive me if I got your last name wrong, Benny. And he says, uh, hey, Slee, ask Travis to do the messy voice. Hashtag ask Slee. No, I'm good. <laughs> Damn, I thought I thought maybe I could get the, a, a reverse engineer of All that right, final one. quick one. Francis here says, while on a run, are you jogs in place guy while waiting for the crosswalk <laughs> light to change? <laughs> I've done both. I've done both. I've done the jogs in place, and then, like, it kind of dawns on you, like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Or you're like okay. – or you're running, you're running within like a 10-foot parameter just in a circle. Like, I'm just going to keep it going. 100% cars are looking at you too. Like, just stop for a second. The light's going to turn in 10 <laughs> seconds. What do you think? Like, all the rhythm that you had is over? <laughs> yes, that is what so, I think. All right. <laughs> I got to tell you the story. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. <laughs> so, I... I I would never classify myself as a runner, okay? But I have had stretches in my life where I have run frequently, okay? I've done a half marathon. I've done a Ragnar relay. I've done a bunch of 10Ks. Have you, do, have like you ever done a full marathon? I haven't, and I'd like to. I, I, okay. I, I worry about whether or not my body could seriously handle that because the half marathon, the training for it nearly killed me. Just okay, my, so my, I, I, I've done a half marathon, too. Should we do a full marathon? You know what? If we could do like a fundraiser for something important to both of us, that would be kind of fun to do. All right, how, how long do you think we would need to like prep for this? Like, it's, need, it's like a four to six month process. Before I would need you longer than that because I would have to get my knee. <laughs> you need three to four years. You no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm being a little bit serious here. If we really wanted to do it, I would 100% yeah. do it. Mm -hmm. But I'd have to get my knee fixed first. I'd have to let my knee heal and then I could start training again, but I would absolutely do it. But Listen, the point <laughs> by the time you get all that done, okay, the show will have year. been canceled four years ago. Nah, we're fine. We're I, I basically think they're getting ready to offer us lifetime, contra lifetime contracts. I can't imagine anything else is I'm going to be day-to-day. -day. They're going to offer you a lifetime <laughs> contract. Slee, <laughs> so we'll but, just, uh, you know, we'll figure this out day-to-day. -day. <laughs> so – I, I don't know if it was the – I think it was getting ready to train for that Ragnar race. And for people that don't – it's basically just a giant relay race. You put together a team of 12 people. You all run three different legs, and the race is from Huntington Beach to San Diego. And it's super fun. Jeez. And I had a ball. Anyway, but you got to train for it, right? So my, I had to run 22 miles in a day and a half, right? It's a, it's a lot of running. So you have to train. <laughs> And I'm doing one of the training runs, and I, from where I live to there's this big park that's about two miles away, and I was going to run to the park, run through the park a couple times, and run back. So I run to, like, the last intersection I have to cross to before I get into the park. For people down here, it's the corner of Niguel Road and Crown Valley. It's a very busy intersection. And I get to the bottom of this hill, and I'm feeling pretty good. I got my sweat on. I've been running for about a mile, getting ready to start. And I'm in pretty good shape at this point, so I'm ready to go on a run. I hit the light wrong, and it's red, so I have to wait. Mm -hmm. And I stopped. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to go home. <laughs> 
I literally turned around and walked back home because once I stop running, I don't start again. And I wasn't going to be the guy that there's runs a mental. In a, there's a mental thing on that. There is. I, like, I, But I couldn't be the guy that ran in a circle at the corner. There were too many people there watching. I, mean, I, just, I had to, like, you know what? I either run in a circle no, you or have to I start stop running. and go home. What, what you have to do is you have to start running backwards. So after you hit the light, you have to start running backwards. I'm serious. For, like, maybe 20 yards and then run back, and then yeah, you kind of time it. All, all that could happen is I could see somebody in the community that I know, like, um, dude, was that you running backwards up the hill? What? Are you okay? Every time I see you, going, you, you going you're running in a something? circle. <laughs> Very worried about what other people are thinking about my deal, Slee. All right, so we talked about Kevin Durant last night. Mm-hmm. He was not good, not great. It, it was arguably one of the greatest performances we've seen in the NBA ever, right? Not just recently, but ever. He, he did something that you almost never see, which is, I'm going to go win this game by myself. And he did. He, he went out there and dropped a 49-point triple-double, there was no answer for him, and he took over. And so you and I were talking a little bit. How many guys in the league can do that? I mean, and, and, and let's be very specific about what we mean by that. What I mean is get nearly 50 points. 49, listen, 17, and 10. 49, 17, and 10. So who, who in this league can win a playoff? So presumably you're playing against a very good team. You're going to drop nearly 50. You're going to get double-digit rebounds. And you're gonna pass. You're gonna you're gonna drop at least ten dimes. How many guys in the league can do what Kevin Durant did? Somebody sent me a tweet, and this, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting to look at it this way. Um, one of Magic's greatest performances, right? One of his greatest games is as a rookie. Kareem goes down, Game Six, NBA Finals. They close it out in Philly, and he has that type of stat line, right? He has, I think it was like forty-two, fifteen, Amazing. and whatever it was, maybe seven assists. But I thought that was a that was a great comp. There. Uh, there aren't many players who can do it. And I think there's the obvious ones, right? LeBron can do this. Yep. Right? LeBron James well, can do this. Okay. Can I stop you right there? Yeah. He can or he could? I think there's a distinction there. Yeah. He, I think he, he certainly still could. Can. He I, certainly I, I, could. Can he? I still think he can. I, I t- you know, it, it's so tough to kind of walk away from this season because the injury LeBron had, remember, Solomon Hill runs into him. It's a high ankle sprain. This wasn't one of those um, – it's not like LeBron was healthy coming into the playoffs and we watched him perform and it was just him not performing. You know what I mean, Trav? Like, to see what Kevin Durant did yesterday after the Achilles tear and two years ago, uh, that's when it happened, two years ago against the uh, Toronto Raptors. Kind of see what he does. It makes the moment special. But I still think LeBron, if he's healthy, could still have a night like this. Maybe not 49 points. Okay. But the and 17 mind, rebounds, the 10 assists, no question about to it. To do something like that, to do 49, 17, and 10, we left another number off that sheet that's nearly just as impressive as all the others, maybe more so. What was that? 48 minutes. He played the whole game. That's right. He, he played the, way, the whole damn game. I, I don't remember. Do you well, remember a player to, playing 48? I, I don't. I Honestly, I can't tell you been, when I, I, I remember. Yeah, it's been a really long time since. I put it this way. I don't remember either. Maybe the, the oh geniuses gosh. at Elias could come up. But LeBron's Three steals and two blocks as well. To, to do that, you almost yeah. have to play the whole game. To stack up numbers like that, you have to be out there the whole time to do it. And I don't know if LeBron has that in him anymore. Okay, well, this is, this is what else KD did yesterday. James Harden was 1 of 10 from the field, 0 of 8 from the three-point line, mm-hmm. had five points. Uh, did have eight assists, had four turnovers. James Harden basically played the game. You know how many minutes Harden played yesterday? Mm. 46. I didn't <laughs> know that either. 
And was I didn't know that either. But but let me let me just kind of put it this way. So first of all, that's impressive that he played 46 minutes in For itself. sure. KD went up against the Milwaukee Bucks, who were healthy, who has a two times uh, two time regular season MVP. Has Drew Holiday supposed to be the answer? You know, kind of help them get past. I was telling you, I said that unless James Harden and Kyrie play, KD can't do it on his own. KD literally bonk, did bonk. it on his own yesterday. <laughs> now, that's not to say other guys didn't. Jeff Green, when's yeah. the next time he's going to go 7 of 8 from the three-point? I, I get all that. Milwaukee was up 17 points on the Brooklyn Nets. KD on his own did it. Okay, if you're not sure LeBron could do it on his own, I'll tell you who can do it on his own. Luka. Yeah, I, Luca's, I think Luca's a no-brainer. Luca's a no-brainer. There, there are Luca. I think is the one guy that we can all just say, "Yep, that Luca could play the whole game. Luca could get fifty. He could grab you fifteen rebounds, and he could get you twelve assists. 22. He could do it. Dude's twenty-two. It, it's it's silly, and that's why we're real close to calling him the best player in the game. It'd be nice if he got out of the first round of the playoffs eventually, but we're, it'd be nice if he had a, a role player and they no didn't question. have to play the Clippers in the no, first round two years in a row. No doubt, no doubt. I agree with all of that. There's two other names that I think you can talk about, and both of them are here in L.A. Number one is the bad news of the day, and that's that Kawhi Leonard is out with a knee injury, and maybe he's out for quite some time with a knee injury. Kawhi could do it. We've seen him do it. Kawhi could be that guy. I'm going to give you 45 points, 12 assists, 13 re- – Kawhi Leonard is one of the few guys that you could just say, yeah, that doesn't seem totally out of the question. So here's the, here's the other one. Anthony Davis could do it because not only could Anthony Davis do all of those things, play the whole game, give you those points, give you those rebounds, give you those assists, he might throw in six or seven blocks along the way as well. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's crazy to think about that. What we saw last night, we all loved it. It was, it was a transcendent experience. The whole league is filled with great players, but there's only a handful of guys that could do that, and three, three of them, of them, are, them are, are here in L.A. Yeah, Three of them. Yeah, the uh, – you know, the – it, Andy Davis is not known for dropping 12 dimes or anything along those lines, and usually you're not going to have – you need somebody who's a ball handler to do something like that. But AD obviously has the capability to do it. Who else can do it, by the way? Steph? No. Steph can't get rebounds like that. Steph, mm-hmm. Steph, Steph can get you the 50. Steph can get you the dimes. But Steph, Steph is not going to rebound like that. And here's the other thing. Steph is not going to defend to where he's a difference maker on that. He's not a bad defender, but he's not a great defender And Embiid? Either. I don't think he's going to pass like that. Mm-hmm. How about hey. Westbrook? We- yeah, yeah, but he no Westbrook can. Yeah, yeah, no we- Westbrook can. Wouldn't but he? Have but, to- but I don't know. I don't know if he's going to in a single-handedly win you a game, <laughs> exactly. right? Like it in might a- be like Taylor, like you just said right there. It might be in a loss. In a loss, and for him to get forty-nine points, he's going to have to take sixty-eight shots. <laughs> that he he's probably <laughs> shooting you out of the game in the process of getting it done. KD, listen to this. KD was sixteen of twenty-three. That's what I mean. <laughs> he scored forty-nine points on twenty-three shots. Uh, it's by the way, stupid. dude missed a free throw to get fifty. Yeah, he bum. <laughs> just, just, Take just, him out of the game. Yeah, he, dude, dude, by the way, work, hey Giannis, on the Gian, Giannis, you want to guard KD or no? You want to go try to match up against KD real quick? What Can was that? We, I don't know how the league operates. I don't know the bylaws of how they hand out um, league awards, MVPs, defensive players of the year. But I would imagine there has to be some sort of revocation clause to where the league can go in and say, oh, no, you know what? In light of further evidence, we're repossessing your defensive player of the year awards. Why was Giannis nowhere near Kevin Durant last nowhere night? Nowhere near him. That's embarrassing. Literally nowhere near him. That is a bad look for Giannis and a worse look for Budenholzer. 
And then I come back that it's a worse look for Giannis because I don't care what Budenholzer says. Giannis just said, Coach, shut up. I'm taking KD. This, he's not doing this to us anymore. All right, Jesse Escobar said, LeBron played 48 minutes in 2008. Napoleon on Twitter, in 2018, LBJ played 48 minutes or so. Um, well, I, I just I, – however we want to look at it, yesterday was a special performance, and you're not going to get too many players who can do that. I agree with you, Trav. Three of those players are coming right here in L.A. Yeah, it's, it's pretty remarkable. All right, trades are a part of sports, Slee, and I'm getting ready to trade you. Will you accept or not? It's Travis and Slee. Do I have a trade clause? Seven- well, how does it work? you got to give me the details <laughs> you, here. You'll, you'll find out. You'll find out. That's coming up next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. See, this is this is the problem, Slee, that when we throw out these great topics, people just... This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Take advantage of them and find ways to throw shade at people. We're talking about... A little about- Tupac here, by the way. A little Tupac here turned 50 today. Would have turned 50 today. Oh, wow. How about that? I was about half a mile away when that went down in Vegas. In oh, you Vegas. went to the Tyson really? fight that night, huh? I, did. Oh, yeah, I went to that Tyson right. fight that night and was e- – I'm not even doing a joke here. I was literally sitting in a Denny's eating at like 2 o'clock in the morning when I saw all the police cars go Come racing on, by. Come on, Wow. Yeah, yeah. it was – it might have been a little bit – it was It was late, but not super late. Sure. And it was – It was at it Denny's was, on his trip, huh? Yeah, right there across the street from – I don't even think it's still there anymore. Right across from MGM and it's all of a yeah. sudden – police cars. Come on like, now. Yeah, it was wild. It was wild. Um Happy birthday to uh, Pac, who would have turned 50 years old today. Um, John Castro on Twitter, AD in 48 minutes, he could give you 44, 18, 20, and five blocks. Of course, he'd be out the next two games at least. That is cold, man. That is really cold. I got another one this morning from from somebody saying, yeah, you know, that James Harden went out there and gave you this. Guys, every injury is not created equal. Every injury is not the same. James Harden being able to go out there and play, even though he didn't play well, doesn't mean that AD couldn't do it because he was softer. Every injury is different where it is, the severity of it all. Everybody, look, I, I, I get it. I liked the street clothes thing too. I thought that it was kind of funny. I street thought that the criticism it was somewhat warranted, but easy. Everybody take it easy. Uh, I didn't. I hated it, but it is what it is. I, I do think James Harden um, pulling up and giving you 46 minutes, even though he was – I was actually listening. I told you I do this a lot. If I'm driving around or i got something going on, I'll listen to the I'll listen to the broadcast on, uh, on radio, on the app or whatever the case is. So I was listening to the Nets broadcast, and the Nets broadcast was saying they should take Harden out of this game. He's hurting them more than he's helping them. So mm-hmm. you could kind of make that case. So just kind of throw that back to Anthony Davis. What are you going to have, AD stay in game six and do what? The guy literally couldn't go. He literally couldn't run up and down the floor. He couldn't play. He couldn't move. I mean, I, at some point, you're, it's not worth it being out there. That's It's just take it easy. I mean, that guy, let, he, he tried. I don't know what else to say other than that. Let me read off a couple things here real quick. So. Yeah. Funches just sent me a tweet, CBS Sports, last two players to score 48-plus points while playing all 48 minutes in a regulation game, KD yesterday, 
Kobe Bryant, 2001. 20 so, years ago. 20, there you it's go. It's been 20 years. So this is this is somebody scoring 48-plus points and playing 48 full minutes. So I know it's a couple of people hit me on Twitter that LeBron has played 48 minutes mm-hmm. in games, but this is putting up almost 50 points while you're doing it. It's insane. It's insane. And then, of course, there's the Kawhi Leonard news, and it's not just that he may not play tonight, Slee. You saw a tweet that's saying that the injury might yep. be a lot more severe than that. Sham Sharania of uh, the Athletic Clippers Fear All-Star all-NBA star Kawhi Leonard has suffered an ACL injury, sources tell The Athletic, and at stadium, he is out indefinitely. That's crazy, man. That is crazy. I mean, to see to see that play happen and to hear him post-game say, no, I'm fine, and now we're getting this news, this doesn't sound like this is something that's just, uh, will he be back this series? If it's as serious as they're you know reporting it, that's incredibly unfortunate. No, look, here's, here's the deal. The... The injury itself, and, and I don't want to report something because I don't know. They're saying it's an ACL injury. If it is, if it's the what we typically hear when you hear ACL injury, this just doesn't mean that he's done for tonight. It just doesn't mean that he might be done for the rest of this round. It might not even mean that he's done for however long it is that the Clippers manage to stay alive. If he has an ACL tear like we typically hear, that means that he's not going to play next year either. That's a year-long rehab. That that be and think about where we are in the calendar. If we go back to a more traditional NBA calendar, this is like the worst time you could get it. It's gonna he's gonna miss an entire season potentially. That's, if uh, if if that's what it is. If it's that type of injury, it makes me think of when KD got injured in the finals, right? So he had to miss the full next season. And remember, he signed a contract with the Brooklyn Nets. Didn't play for that first year. He signed a four-year deal with the Nets. Didn't play for that first year. Let's not, you know, like you said, Trav, we're not going to sit here and jump to conclusions here, but that's uh, that's unfortunate. When you hear ACL, your mind sure. goes to a very different place. That, yeah. that, that is a totally different uh, injury. Hopefully the Kawhi – hopefully it's not that because, like, I'm not a Clipper fan, but I like watching great athletes perform at the highest level. Kawhi is certainly that, and uh, you'd hate to see that along the way. All right. You know David Carr, the 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 the, the uh, Raiders yeah. quarterback. You yep. know, he, he's okay. He's not bad. He he's, he has he has his days. He has his days where he's not very good. But um, he he I don't know if he's channeling Aaron Rodgers or whatever he's doing. But he said that he is he would rather quit than not play for the Raiders. So that means that he might be quitting pretty soon because I don't know if the Raiders have him in their long term plans. It got it got me to thinking a little bit. Sleep. You don't hear that too often, by the way. I mean, and, and you don't on, hear man. that too often because, first of all, it's not like the Raiders are, you know, this the Patriots or something like that where they just win every year and they've got a great culture and blah, blah, blah. That's number one. Number two, uh, we're talking about your career here. So what kind of message are you sending to all the other NFL teams that are out there, right? If they do want to give you a shot or maybe you're a backup, whatever the case is, you're not really making that strong of a case here to uh, to play somewhere else. No. It, so it, so – yeah, Go I was going to say, Sorry. so now to to kind of play off of that, are you trading me? <laughs> Can we stop with this? I mean, Derek Carr is going to make, let's see, you know, do you want to take a stab at how much money Derek Carr is going to make this year? Uh, north of 10? He's going to make just south, just south of 20. He's going to make oh $19.6 million. Okay. Okay. He's going to make even more next year. Now, nah, Raiders are nothing, man. Get the out of here. Come on. <laughs> These are good jobs. Okay? These are good jobs that pay a lot of money. Milk it while you can because you don't know what you're doing when you're done. Right. Absolutely. But it did get me to thinking a little bit, Sleep. 
Let's say that there was such a thing as radio trades. Let, let's say that there was something that ESPN LA came to me and said, hey, Slate, um, I just, you know, we're thinking we're making a change, but we like you and we want to make sure that we take care of you moving forward. And yep. we found, we found, we, we've got two places to go. You got to pick I've already, one They've already, two. they've already had this conversation with me, but go ahead. We'll just <laughs> yeah. play the purpose here. The, 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 and we found two places. We want to make sure that you get what you want. We're thinking, we, we found the exact, you're going to host a daily talk show mid mornings with a guy that likes to eat way too much, likes yep. to talk about things that don't really matter. Mm-hmm. It's in Boston, and you're going to do Celtics talk, and you're going to do <laughs> uh, Celtics pre half and post. But you got to live in Boston. You got to yep. you got to swim among the Celtic fans. Or if yep. that's not your cup of tea, you can stay right here in LA and host Clippers talk and host a mid morning talk show. But it's all Clippers all the time. Are you quitting? Or are you picking one of those two jobs? Okay. Do I have to speak positively about any of the places that I'm at, yes. like teams-wise? Yeah, no, so you're, I gotta... you're, you're a quasi-employee of the team. You gotta, you have to at least be as as optimistic as you can. You don't have to lie. This is actually kind of optimistic. easy. This is kind of easy, actually. To be honest with you, it's kind of easy. Okay. I would uh, I'd take a different route. i just do something different. Because Here's the reality. The only reason why I'm sitting where I'm sitting now is because I actually cared about you know what I'm talking about. Right? So there's... There's a genuine passion of talking Lakers basketball, NBA, so forth. So if I can't do that, then I, I just wouldn't do it. Like, what am I going to go do? I'm, I'm going to be the Lakers talk guy, and what are they going to embrace me with open arms in Boston? And I'm going to, I'm going to embrace the Boston Celtics. That ain't, that's not going to happen. If you're somebody here in LA and you've heard my trash talking on the Clippers, all of a sudden now I'm breaking down Paul George and Marcus Morris their off season. <laughs> Let me tell you why Reggie Jackson's an unsung hero. <laughs> let, 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 let's get into Serge Ibaka and why his Clippers talks the Clippers. coming up next. It's not going to happen. Just get out of the industry. So you're going to go sell cars or become a chef or what, what are we doing? Those are pretty two. Those are very different. Those are very different uh, uh-huh. uh, worlds, I guess you can say. Um, I could stay in the industry. But what I try to do is I would just be in a different part of the industry. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're gonna do promotions or sales or something like that. Like to run a radio station. Can I can I run a radio station? And eh, no, you can do the you can do Clippers or Celtics. You have to pick one, or you have to go be the chef at the Tepon place and flip the shrimp in your hat. Those okay, are your let me, only options. Let me throw it this way. I'm filing for unemployment, by the way. <laughs> it's, it's... You're going to live off the government dime? I like that. That's a good choice. I'm impressed. for unemployment, all right? I'm going to motivate, I'm gonna motivate my, my girlfriend to work a little bit harder. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, well, let's have a conversation. Um, had an interesting day at work today, and generally I don't want to bore you with the details, but the takeaway is I'm going to need a lot more out of you. I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to really step up your game. I'm gonna need you to find a second job. I'm paying maybe 65, 70 hours a week for you. Babe, what's your I- log on? What's your login for Amazon? <laughs> Just you know, I, I appreciate. Got to get a couple in. things. Just got to get a couple things. I'm done making this machine run. It's up to you now. I thought about that conversation. See, so you got mad at me yesterday Wait, when I stepped second, on the lyrics. Let it hit. Let it hit. I don't know where the hook is. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The thing is, like, if you actually, if you follow the lyrics to this song, it's one of the deepest songs that I've ever heard in my life. I just want to throw it out there. Here's my bigger question. By the way, that's actually not a bad song. I don't know what Morales is doing there, how much time he's spending searching Serbian music, but hats off to uh, his search engine on Google searching uh, (laughs) Serbian music. That's number one. Number two, how long do you think he's going to do this? Because well, now now that you've said that, another six months, had you just let it live its normal life, it might have been gone by next week. I don't think you understand Chris's deal well enough yet. I spend time, I spend time this week, and I'm like, no, he's not gonna. Is he gonna do Serbian music again at 10:30? Now I got a feeling that this might be, this might be here to stay. Can we get that artist on? Can we get that (laughs) artist on? You know what? I you know what? Can I tell you a secret? I like we haven't had any guests at all. I love it. I absolutely love it. It makes my job it's like easier. My, it, it's it's my favorite part of this show because it means more of us, which is really all I'm interested in. Can I read I off a quick that, tweet here? Let me read off yeah, this tweet. No. Francis says, an addendum to Slee doing Clippers talk is he's co-hosting with Daryl, Clipper Daryl, <laughs> and has to put up with all his deals. Can you imagine yeah, that? that? You're – can you 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 probably work on that Boston accent if that's if if that's the add on to that deal? Hey, yeah, uh, Sully. Hey, Sully. The the Celtics suck, eh? Huh? <laughs> Alan Sliwa here. What do you say about how the Celtics and the the Bruins are lousy, eh? Sonoma. The Sox, a- man. What's going on with the Sox? Why did new- they ever trade Mookie, eh? This is a new voice, and this might be – this definitely is climbing the ranks. I don't want to hear it through a whole lunch or a whole dinner or something, but that's that's not a bad one. That's better than I, I thought. Hey, Slee, you bum. Pass me the salt, huh? <laughs> there you go. See? Making you feel right at home. Here's another one. This is from Maverick. Welcome to Clipper Talks. We're going through the greatest Clipper players of all time. This should take a min- maybe a minute or two. Yeah, and then this will take <laughs> – <laughs> you know who else could do what KD did? Jokic. That, according to Maverick, could he? Could he do that? Yeah, he can. Could, really? Yeah, he can. He just has decided never to do it. No, he can give you thirty-five plus, seventeen rebounds, and thirteen assists. No questions asked. Absolutely. I understand he can, can triple double you all night long. I understand mm-hmm. that. But w- w- what are we? T- we're talking about what Luca did to the Clippers. We're talking about what KD did to the Bucks okay, last I, night. Can, I, like, can I say no this? For this? Can, can I say this? I know this is not – let me just give an example. He got through the first round against Damian Lillard and McCollum and the Portland Trailblazers. I'm not saying they're a powerhouse. He did it without Jamal Murray. So, yes, he can. He can win you not just a game, but he can actually win you a series. He did that in the first round. All right, looks like we uh, lost Trav here a little bit here. We lose Trav or we lose me? Am I on, Funches? Am I at least You're on? You're on. Travis okay. is gone. I don't know what All the right, hell Travis happened to him. Is, Travis uh, wants nothing else nothing else to do with this. Back to that old Alan Sliwa show. Let let Trav get his thing all figured out, and let's take a quick. Uh, let's take a quick. Actually, I don't want to take a phone call. I want. I want to go to the Dodger topic that uh, that Trav wanted to get into. Okay, so yesterday, are you back, Trav? I think so. There okay, you go. Trav is there back. you go, Trav. Yes. Trav is back. There we go. I, um, quick Trav, you, you want to do the Dodger conversation? Sellout crowd yesterday, fifty-two thousand yeah. people at Dodger Stadium, largest crowd for a professional team sports league game in U.S. Since the start of COVID, 
That was yeah. back in March 2020. By the way, did you know that? I didn't know that. I, I thought there were some – weren't there some states that were allowing full full crowds? They were allowing partial crowds until very recently. And, and here here's the rub. The only thing that's bigger than a – like a basketball game at most is going to get you, what, 20,000 people? 20 tops. Yeah, 20 yeah. tops. A, 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 first of all, this here's a weird number. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Dodger Stadium is, has the largest capacity in all of Major League Baseball? Is the no, biggest ballpark. I had no yeah, idea. They, they do. And, and because a lot of the older ones that were those multi-purpose football stadiums, they're all gone. And right. they've built smaller ones. So the Dodgers have the, the most capacity. But other than a football game, you're not going to get 60,000, 70,000 sure. people. And football was still a partial capacity. So it was just – it was so good to see it. And I kind of had a moment of, like – Aha! Yes, yes, yes. Last night with the Dodgers. Number one, Mookie's gotten going. Was this again, which when? Is was this when uh, the they were doing the volcano at the at Benihana's? When was, was the moment? I just want to know when the moment was. At what point? Miso soup. Miso soup. Yep. Which is one. You know what I like about miso soup? Since you brought it up, mm-hmm. I, I, wait, I like wait, that wait, you can. Wait, hold... wait, 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 wait. Do you know what I like about miso soup? Since you brought it up, I didn't bring yeah. up anything. I literally no. mentioned nothing about miso soup. No, but you you asked me what part of dinner it was, and it was during the miso soup, okay. which made me think about. I like those little bowls that you can just hold in your hands and sip directly from. Those I are like fantastic. That a lot. Yeah, it, it kind of makes you 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 kind of own the room. You know what I mean? You own <laughs> yeah. your dinner. Exactly right. But so while I was enjoying my miso soup, mm-hmm. it Mookie's heating up, which is good news, and we're all kind of looking at each other like, "Hey, what's going on with the Dodgers? Right? What? Why are they not running away with this the way we are?" We're looking at this wrong. The Dodgers are actually having an extraordinary season. Trevor Bauer has been good, not great. Okay. You look that the, the, the bullpen has been pretty good, but had some rough spots. Julio Arias has been good, not great. They haven't had Cody Bellinger the entire season, basically. Mm-hmm. He went back on the IL yesterday. Curry Seager has missed a good chunk of the season, more than half of it at this mm-hmm. point. Mookie Betts has been... If we're being totally honest, probably below average for most of this season. They have the second best record in the National League. They're a game out of first place. With all of the, there's not enough. If you take, let, let's say, if Fernando Tatis and Manny Machado were either missing or playing below average, Padres would be damn near in last place. Absolutely. And 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 the Dodgers are one of the best teams in baseball. Very very close. And they haven't had not just one of their best players or two of their best players. Their best three players have either been gone for all of it, most of it, or not playing well. So I, I think, Trav, there's something to this because you said, I remember, and, and you've been saying this for the last couple of months since the season started, that really the regular season just didn't mean that much to the Dodgers, right? It doesn't matter that much. You, you're just kind of getting through the 162 games, hope your guys are healthy for the postseason run, you take your chances from there. But I actually, I, I think the way you, you know, they're 15 games over 500, which is I think the the first time this season they've been 15 games over 500. You mentioned second place in the NL and a game behind the Giants. Travis, it says something because the expectations coming into the season was how many how many games over a hundred are they going to win this year? Right, right. right. That, that's what it was. Can this be the the greatest regular season team or greatest team in Major League? You kind of heard some of those comparisons. You've been this beat up. You're you're playing a stretch right now against a lot of teams that are below five hundred, but you're taking advantage. Of, what did they won seven of eight, something along those lines. Yep. I even mentioned this to you. I said by the time they get through June. They should be back ahead of the NL West, and probably nothing's going to change moving forward. You said, I don't even think they have to wait till the end of June. They'll probably be there before. So it, it is impressive to just kind of look at 
some of the hiccups that the squad has had, mostly because of injury, and they're still sitting in this place, it's a good perspective to have because a lot of people, other people would say, uh, how come Dodgers aren't seven games in front of the NOS? I, I don't right. know if that's realistic or they need to be. Well, once they had that run where they went 5-15, and 15, all of that really cool special stuff was out the window. You, you can't win 115 games if you go 5-15. and 15. It just it, it, that, that was, as weird as it sounds, all of the extra was gone by the second month of the season, right? Because they got off to that hot start, and you're thinking, hey, look, 115 games is a real possibility. And then they hit the skids, and it's like it's out the window. And then they started having guys miss time, and Mookie because kind of off and the whole thing. But now you look at it, and you put all those things in perspective and where they are anyway – you still got Muncie. You still got yeah, Muncie. Just went on the aisle, but Taylor and yeah. Turner and all these other just fantastic guys. They're so incredibly is it, deep. Is it kind of crazy that yesterday was the first time Mookie Betts played in front of a full house at Dodger Stadium? Got me thinking. It got me thinking. Speaking of creepersly, so we're at that dinner last night for my yeah. mother-in-law on her 81st birthday, and um, that's an interesting start to a conversation. Okay, what, one of my uh, nephews ordered a drink. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. And he, it came back. It wasn't a creeper, but it was, it was this, it looked green. Wait, creeper is not a drink, right? Well, according to Funches, it is. I mean, it's not the, is there an actual it's, it's not, drink I, I, called it, it, There might be a, a, a technical drink called creeper, but I mean, creeper is just a nickname for a drink that just creeps up on you. It had, mm. It was Got green, it. like Kermit okay. the Frog, and had a cherry in it. It looked like something a four-year-old would order. <laughs> and it took it took all of my discipline as an adult to not make fun of him at the table. Was it something called like a Tokyo iced tea? Uh, I, I didn't even ask. I didn't care enough to ask. I was just disappointed. Wait, it had liquor anything. or did not have liquor in it? I, 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 it's a good question. I don't know, but he's of age. He's over 21 years old. Yeah. Um, so it could have, but I'm just thinking, going, Really? We're doing that? I mean, where's the umbrella and the um, the Shirley Temple staple? Okay, let me ask you this. If you go to a good, uh, good restaurant, Mexican yeah. food, will you get a margarita? Yeah, once in a while. Margarita is a little sweet for me. I'd, more, I'd probably get more just tequila on the rocks with a little bit of squeeze of lime or something like that. But because I, I don't I'm, like sweet I'm, cocktails. They give me headaches. I'm I'm with you on that. Like, there's a look to the drink too, right? You just you're not having that. You're here's, not having here's the exception. But a, but a margarita every yeah. once in a while have a margarita. No, they're good. Don't get me wrong. A margarita is delicious. I just they're a little. Here's the exception of the rule. When especially when it's done right and it's with all the right ingredients, is a mai tai with real pineapple juice and a chunk of pineapple on the rim is a little fancy. But man, is that good. Yeah, that's a pretty. Good. That's a pretty good way to do that. All right, ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the show appear via the Goodyear Hotline. You mentioned it that Mookie hit the home run in front of fifty plus thousand people last yep. night. And place was rocking, and he got a base hit in the eighth inning. For Three of five. Run. Yep, brings place in a couple rocking. Mm-hmm. And it get it kind of. I like sports more now than I did sixteen months ago. That try try to put yourself back in the in the mindset of what it was like to watch these games right before the vid took them out. 
Okay. Right? And, and we'd watch. They're fun. Don't get me wrong. It's fun. You watch these games and you cheer and you yell and get frustrated when somebody does something dumb. You get excited when somebody does something really cool. But you can kind of take it or leave it at the end. At least I can't. You know, kind of, hey, cool. Okay, I'm back to doing whatever it is I need to do to make, my, make the world turn. I look at it a lot differently now. It just it, it feels so much more communal. It feels so much it feels more important. Before it was just kind of a game and now it's one of these things that we can all experience together. It's one of these things that we can all watch together and feel like we're a part of it and you're not looking at it in this antiseptic bubble. You're not looking at it in Dallas where the Dodgers are playing the Tampa Bay Rays in Dallas. It just felt so odd and sterile and weird and getting to see it last night at Dodger Stadium getting to see what it looked like in Brooklyn with the Nets last night both of those places rocking with full houses it's so much more meaningful because it's community it's 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 all of us together doing the same thing at the same time it just it felt great so I don't know how long that feeling is going to last so this is um it's a kind of in the moment right now we went from, by the way, you know my last two sports experiences before COVID shut everything down? Mm. It was Lakers-Bucks at Staples Center on a Friday night. It was Lakers-Clippers, Clippers home game on a Sunday afternoon. Those were my last two. Those were, you know, if you remember that time, Milwaukee had the best record in the NBA. Lakers and Clippers were going to be, this is March t- uh, 2020. So it was like at the peak of these sports experiences. And then COVID hit. There were a lot of games that I think you and I, first in the beginning, it was, let's just get sports back. I don't yep. care how it is. You know what? Yep. If if there's a if there's a baseball game on and they're going to play, remember the conversation was, is it going to be 100 games? Is it going to be 72? And then it just ended up being 60 games. In the NFL, it was random games on a Wednesday that you had to watch because COVID hit and the Steelers are playing the Ravens on a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> right. Remember that? I mean, just yeah. kind of some of these. But yeah. you just you took what you could get. Today, you're starting to, yes, appreciate sports more because the game really, I don't want to say is nothing, but it's a percentage of what it is without fans. It just it's, is. It's, you, a, you can't, it's a shadow. You can't mock the noise. You can't no. pretend the fan experience. You just can't mock it up. It, it, it's not, you're never going to get the true experience. But, Trav, we get spoiled. And in a year from now, I don't know if you're still going to have the same appreciation that you have today. I think it's just going to kind of go back to normal. I think it's really interesting you say that because – Here's the thing. The Lakers win an NBA championship in the bubble in Orlando. They're not playing. It's not that they were on the road playing against the Magic. They were playing against Miami in Orlando with no Heat fans there, no Laker fans there. The Dodgers are playing the Tampa Bay Rays in Dallas. Okay, they're not They're not on the road taking on the Rangers in the World Series. It's just this neutral site because this is how it had to be. This, this is the way that we did it. And it doesn't make the championships illegitimate in any way. They earned them for sure, and they certainly matter. But it didn't feel the same. It of course didn't it feel didn't. the same. It, it, it just because we didn't get to do it together. We didn't get to, you know, go over to a buddy's house and watch it or go to a game or go to a bar or just kind of experience the fun that comes Have a along parade. With it. Have a yeah, parade. Yeah, have a parade. Yeah. And, and look, you, you they have did the to have banner. A, they did the ma- banner <laughs> a month ago, right? They yeah. raised up the banner a month ago. You'd have to have a gun and a team of horses to get me to go to a championship parade. Okay, I ain't going. But I, but I like the feeling of it. I like seeing it and how it works because that's what makes it fun. The games are great. I like watching Cody Bellinger hit a home run in the late innings. It's awesome. I like watching Julio Urias 
carve up the Devil Ra- the uh, Tampa Bay Rays for a few innings, and it's it's awesome. But how much more awesome would it have been in Dodger Stadium or in Tampa with Dodger fans? In sure, the, I just of course. It's just I miss it so much. It was so nice to see it last night. Well, it's uh, it's back, right? Like I think that does bring up a good point. I think even Clippers are supposed to. I want to say, isn't Staples back at full capacity too for their game six? I think they're gonna, you know, Staples so. Center will be back. So just just kind of that vibe that we're talking about. We were joking around. I think it was yesterday the cardboard cutout, all that stuff. Like they tried, they did everything they can to make the sports experience as good as they could. But the reality is, you cannot make up any of that stuff. You can't. It's either there or it's not. You can't fake it. It's yeah. it's one of those very few things that you absolutely can't fake. The dump is coming up next. It is Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, before we uh, get started here, Travis, 710 ESPN wants to honor volunteers, coaches, and youth sports leaders by awarding him or her an honorary ESPYs award. If you know a youth sports coach or leader who has contributed to their local communities, nominate them today. Email the station, Marketing at ESPN.com. Include the first and last name, of uh, the nominee, the city, and a short paragraph on why they deserve the honorary ESPYs award. So, again, uh, great cause. We'll help as best as we can. Just email the station, Marketing at ESPN.com. Can I just a- add something to that really quickly? Yes. And this, just with that in mind, I won't get into the backstory, but I reached out to my high school baseball coach for the first time in 25 years or so. Wow. Mm-hmm. It was such a great conversation. So it doesn't have to be somebody that you've known in the last five minutes. It can be somebody that you know has impacted people in your community, in your life, or whatever it might be. So certainly nominated because it would mean the world to them. I know that it means the world to me to have gotten to play with so many great coaches like my high school coach, John Myers. It just it, it was it was really, really great to get a chance to talk to him. And I know that it would mean a lot to all the coaches, the youth coaches out there that do those things because they do it because they love it. They do it because they want to help people. And it really does make a lasting impact. They probably don't even know the impact they had on a lot of these, uh, a lot of these uh, student athletes. Yeah, and coach, there you go. I gave you your shout out on the air, so we're we're even now after me busting you up for uh, as long as I did. All right, let's start with the dumps, Lee. How yes, about sir. this one? When when was the last time you were on an airplane? Have you been on an airplane since COVID hit? Yes, I okay. uh, flew to Seattle maybe six months ago or so. Was there a fist fight on board? No fist fight. Yeah, what, what's going on? What's going on on planes? Because two people at a San Francisco airport, a uh, flight at the San Francisco International Airport, got into a fist fight because yeah. they were arguing over who gets the armrest. You ready to trade blows with your fellow passengers over armrest placements? All right, let me let me understand here. So, how much details do we have on this story, Funches? I mean, do we know where they were sitting? Was it a was it a aisle seat in the middle? See, was I, it that's a, what I don't know. Okay. You know, if it was if it was a you know a three seat you know row or whatever, with a middle seat and an aisle row, or whatever. All right, there's kind of un. We talk about the uh, unwritten rules in baseball. There are a lot of unwritten rules on a plane. Would you agree with me, Trav? Of course. Ultimately, if it comes down to the armrest, what's give me your what do you do when, when you got to sit next to somebody? What are I want to know what some of your ethics are on an airplane? Well, specifically you, the armrest. I've told you that my goal, I always take the middle seat. Yeah, which most, is most, BS and it, it, it is complete BS, but okay. It, 80% of my flights are on Southwest Airlines, so you kind of it's kind of a free-for-all, so I like to post up in the middle and hope that I can get the whole row to myself. doesn't mm-hmm. happen very often, but I like to try. Look, we each get one, right? We each get one. You you get one, I get one. The, you don't get two. Nobody gets two. We all share yeah, one. Yeah, but the guy count the, the amount of – count, count how many armrests are there, okay? There's one, two, there's three. 
There's four. Well, the one against the the one against the fuselage of the plane doesn't really count. No, but there's four armrests. You got two on the outside, and then you got two in the middle. Yeah, but the, the, there's really only one in the middle, right? It's that one that swings up and down. It, you don't get we each don't get our own in the middle. Funches, am I am I right on this? There's there's the oh, three no, seats. I see. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. There's four armrests. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So I'm how are you dividing saying. four armrests? amongst three people. Maybe this is a question for the engineers but, at Boeing who are putting these planes together. There really isn't four. I was right the first time. Let, let, let's, let's start here. You're the passenger that's got the window seat, okay? Yes. The one to your right, if you're, well, I shouldn't say the right because you could be on the other side of the plane. The one against the fuselage yeah. of the plane. The one against, that's yep. yours, okay? Right, that's yours. The one to your left is the uh-huh. other guy's. Okay, how about the one to his left? That's the other guy's. So that so the and middle the person the, has two then. Then the one in the aisle, no, the one in the because you can't really put your arm there anyway because the stewardess will knock it off with the cart. You're gonna get a broken elbow. <laughs> they come down that they come down that that little hallway pretty damn fast with that cart. See? Okay, let me let me just say this. I am happy to if your arm's on there and you're trying to hog the whole thing. By the way, don't put your elbow in towards my seat, right? Like you can't go over the armrest that. Now you're now there's kind of a, a, a line that you crossed. I'm okay with trying to be the hey, let's be peaceful here. But I don't like people that just kind of walk in and they just this is their territory. And you take me as one of those guys that walks onto a plane demanding that that's their territory. No, I I, I am the least confrontational. Hey guys, person. I've often heard that the guy in the middle gets the two armrests. Like no, that's the that unwritten rule. Either. That's not happening either. No, I'm, no. He's sitting but in the middle. You, that's his problem. He should have. He should have gone to Group A earlier. He should have. <laughs> he should have pre-booked before. He should have made sure he wasn't in Group C. That's 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 a YP. That's not a TP. That's not a Travis problem. That's a U problem. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm I'm open to giving up my armrest for the guy in the middle. Um, I, I, I like that I like that uh, that reasoning there, Funches. Still not as bad as the guy that takes his shoes off on the plane. That guy should be locked no, in keep prison his shoes forever. On. Absolutely yeah. no question about it. <laughs> that is a that's Guantanamo a Guantanamo Bay. All right, here we go. Uh, the Coliseum and the Rose Bowl, keeping up with what we were talking about a second ago. Um, full capacity for SC and UCLA football games. So that is just fantastic. You're actually, I'll ask you this. Yeah. I'm walking right back into Dodger Stadium, the Coliseum, SoFi, whatever it is, enthusiastically ready to go. Do you need to dip your toe in the water at a smaller venue? Or are you ready for 100,000 of your closest friends? Probably got to ease my way into it. Got to ease my way into it a little bit. By the way, um, you know, you're talking about how you're ready. Just go all in. You went yesterday to go grab some dinner at 6:30. You waited 45 minutes. You already talked to me about you want to talk to Newsom about kind of delaying the the regulations here. So I don't know if you're fully ready. Are you ready to go sit in a parking lot, wait for an hour to get in, an hour to get out? You ready yeah, for all that? Yeah, because there's an unspoken contract when you attend a sporting event, right? It's going to be crowded. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be tight. You're going to wait in the parking lot. You're going to wait in the beer line. You're going to your, your your seat is going to be really close to the other people next to you. I'm I'm okay. I can't wait. I'm look. I'm sure I'm going to change my mind after a few of these, but I'm ready for it. Hey I, guys, I'm we have more breaking ready. NBA news. Okay, what, what do we got? Mavericks GM Donnie Nelson and a franchise that decided to part ways, according to Shams. So well, Luca, come on down to LA, here. baby. I guess we know who the problem was with Luca in the front yeah, office. Yeah, Luca's not leaving <laughs> Dallas because of Don Nelson. <laughs> if if Luca walked into Mark Cuban's office and said, "Hey, um, Cubes, listen up here. Um, not really Donnie and I, not, Donnie not and really, I, not getting along. Not really feeling the name Mavericks. I'd like it to be called the Lucas, and I'd like the colors to be hot pink and fluorescent orange. Guess what would happen? Yep, They're now day. the Lucas and hot pink and fluorescent orange. He gets whatever he wants. That's the power." 
of being Luka Doncic. How do we find the uh, the podcast, Lee? Travis and Sliwa on the ESPN app or on iTunes uh, all two hours today and obviously the rest of the week. And today is National Fudge Day. Go out and celebrate with some fudge. We'll see you right here, 8.55 for the Thursday edition tomorrow of Travis and Slee.